Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1, the podcast where we watch the first episode of three TV shows and help you decide what's worth watching. Today we'll be discussing Lady in the Dale, Meet the Chimps, and Painting with John. But first, what have you guys been watching? So I watched all of Murder on Middle Beach. Ooh, finally. Um, it was so good. Right? Have you guys watched yes. it? You guys watched yes. it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't finished it. it. It's, and it's for all the same reasons that I liked the first episode, too. That it's not just about the mystery. It's not just about the murder. It's about this family and just how how much this, this stuff has affected and, like, rippled through the family. Yeah. I don't I, know about you guys, but I have been in such a rut TV wise, where anything I watch, I just cannot pay attention or like we'll get through like two episodes of something like, eh, we don't like this. Let's watch something else. And so I've just seen like one episode here and there of different TV shows. And now I'm worried that I just, it's not the TV shows. It's me. (laughs) I think it's this podcast because I have kind of, I used to always watch one show, watch it through and then go on to the Mm -hmm. next one. And I've kind of started to do the same thing. You just have to make a goal. Every Every podcast, you have to try to watch one all the way through so that you can talk about it next time. <laughs> For example, I watched most of... <laughs> way to sell yourself up for an A+. <laughs> <laughs> For my report, I would like to present that I watched... I've watched all but the last episode of Linked. And that was a good one. You should watch more of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a good show to just kind of like have on while you do something else. To your point, Amy, when we talked about it, wanting to know more about perhaps the wealth disparity between mm-hmm. the students, it's been constantly thing nagging at me while I watch it. They do a good job showing that they they clearly have students from different income backgrounds attending the school, but they don't really show. I understand some of them probably got scholarships and such, but they don't yeah. really, like, touch upon it, but they don't really make it a forefront issue, and I don't mm. I don't know why. It, it just, like, kind of bothers me, though, because you'll have, like, a scene where this one family, the daughter is starring, and she got, like, one of the leading roles in Nutcracker, like, the young kids, and her they have a scene with her family talking about how they can't even afford to go see her in it. Oh, wow. And then... They cut, they're a family that clearly lives probably like one in the outer boroughs. Um, they're Hispanic speaking. And then you have the white family in the next scene who they're talking about like, oh yeah, all the parents like really chip in together and we'll all like get tickets. And like whoever has kids in the first act will like go and then they'll switch off their ticket with families on the second act. And I'm like, who's reaching out to this family that's saying they can't afford to right. see their daughter in the show though? Like mm. there's some. And, yeah, that's frustrating. I wish they would talk about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They talk about like, oh, they have to they have to get new ballet shoes every week. That's insane that to me. Every week? Yes. Yeah. But I'm like, the expenses for this have to be just crazy. Yeah. But I, I want to know more. But I'm also struck. I haven't watched the last episode yet because I know it's going to get, it's like building up because it's the Christmas before COVID. So like, oh, it's wow. like a doomsday scenario where like, you know, <laughs> what's going to happen to these four kids are like talking about next summer, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be in this program and I'm going to do that. I'm just like, oh. You're not going to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I didn't even, wouldn't have thought of that, but that is so sad. We have also watched all of Man in the High Castle and it was so good oh yes you just have to get through that first season to like lay the backdrop and like lay down the groundwork for it but after that like it is just so well done i understand Mm -hmm. why 
it has doesn't have like the best rating reviews i think it's because it's a really complex complex show like it's yeah it's yeah. hard to follow there's times where like we both <laughs> why don't they like that person it is really really well done very good storytelling wow you so, yeah you've really outdone yourself you got like isn't there like three plus. seasons of that too four four seasons yeah. <laughs> there's not yeah. much else to do around here <laughs> We just play Splendor, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> it's pretty pathetic. Mm-hmm. Lots of board yeah. games, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, should we get into The Lady and the Dale? Yes. Well, I guess before we get into The Lady and the Dale, we have a new game. I guess it's a game, a segment, where we will be talking our first impressions of the names of these shows. Uh, the name of this is? Lady and the oh, name. The oh. name game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> Um, so what were your what did you think this show was about when you heard uh, the lady and the dale so i thought it was a quirky oh, oh sorry so go ahead. this so i think it's good to mention that for this show there were slim pickings for new tv shows that are out and about these yeah, days it's, it's rough i don't know we're in like a weird little <laughs> rut right now yeah and i definitely scrolled past this show when i was looking for what show to, to pick and i was like Really? They made something about a woman and Dale Earnhardt? Wait, what? <laughs> the race car. It's a very different take. <laughs> I, I told, I like convinced because there was a picture of the car. That is so, so funny. I, this is the end. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> thought the show was about Dale Earnhardt and I'm very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Up until I pressed play and it started playing and I was like, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> that is so funny. I had I didn't even see I didn't even see a picture or anything. I just saw the actual name and I thought that it was a quirky rom com oh, about wow. a man named Dale and a lady. That is so great. <laughs> like the lady it was like because it's the lady and the tramp, but it's just the lady and the Dale. <laughs> yeah. I didn't when I heard the name I didn't really think of anything of it, but the image on it i thought was melissa mccartney at first is that the right name <laughs> mccarthy yeah mccarthy yes McCarthy. Yeah. um so i thought it was gonna be like some fun comedy show um even after i realized it wasn't her i was like oh this will be like a comedy uh and then i read that it was a documentary and i was like okay well different route we're going here <laughs> <laughs> all of us have very different and very wrong yes it's yeah. <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> Um, so The Lady and the Dale premiered on January 31st on HBO, and it is a four-part miniseries about Elizabeth, Elizabeth Carmichael, who is, um, a trans woman who ran the 20th Century Motor Car Company, um, which apparently created this notorious car called the Dale, which, um... Never heard of it. Yeah, I hadn't either, but apparently it was kind of a big, like, unsolved mystery scam situation. Um, so the documentary includes a lot of interviews with um, her family and also documents her history where she basically evaded the law and was involved in a bunch of different crimes, but is sort of this like, beloved by her family. And yeah, she's just like a very interesting, complex character. Um, and it was created by the Duplass brothers um, their production company, oh. which yeah, has done a lot of documentaries and great movies and films. I loved them. Um, it was directed by Zachary Drucker, who is um, a trans woman who's known for her work on uh, the documentary series I Am Kate about Caitlyn Jenner and also worked on the show Transparent. Um, so um, the show documents alongside sort of the, um, you know, all, 
all of her like criminal activity and evading the law. It also really focuses on her transitioning. Um, she transitioned when she was in her 40s, already had a family. So it's interesting themes in here around, you know, because she transitioned, a lot of people at the time saw it as a disguise and a way to like deceive people, but it really um, wasn't about that. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see how the series explores that. I think the fact that it has a, you know, a trans woman as a director means that it will be done very sensitively. And, and so I'm curious about that. But um, I don't know about you, but I found this, I was kind of bored, which saddens me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I really wanted to like it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think they were trying to do multiple things at mm-hmm. once that they were trying to tell the story of the failed Dale, mm-hmm. but then also this con artist who was in the middle um, of transitioning. Mm-hmm. And they kind of abandoned, like they started to tell the Dale mm-hmm. story and then abandoned yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did and, what that other mm-hmm. documentary, uh, the one about the cults that we didn't like, they did what that documentary yes. did mm-hmm. in the first episode where they tried to do a lot at once and Mm -hmm. I I kept finding Mm -hmm. it difficult to follow I watched it with Joe and I kept having to ask him wait what's happening what's going on yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it went because you would just zone out because it just wasn't relevant and yeah did you guys find the um I don't even know what to call it like caricatures that they use for the animation Mm -hmm. I actually kind of liked that I thought that was I preferred that to random like 60s footage of random things that or like or like bad reenactments yes (laughs) yes yeah i would rather have that but it left me thinking like it seems like there is no footage of this right this should not have been a tv show that is true yeah maybe another one that would have made for a better podcast right yeah is that just true for like sorry is that just true for all documentaries because we always say that except for maybe like you know, the, the last one we did about the man who was actually living the story. <laughs> yeah, um, or, or The Vow, I, but that was also true. like Vow, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. more modern. But that one was different because they had all that footage. Yeah, I guess you right? just have to have that. I think if you have footage, and The Vow also had a very strong tone, and they knew the story that they were yeah, telling. Yeah, true. And I think that's where some of these documentaries start to fall apart, is they're trying to Yeah, you basically have mm-hmm. to have someone that was a part of it be involved in production or yeah i think that is far. that is the difference because like joe joe said that this reminded him a lot of mcmillions which i can uh, i can agree with like totally i think it kind of does mm-hmm. um but i think we're mcmillions yeah as well. and i think what saved mcmillions was that they had a few all-star interviews yeah. oh yeah with these like character yes. caricature yeah. Yeah, people totally. that just saved it and I, I, I actually did think of A.J. Glom, the, like, criminal that everybody loved from McMillions um, when they talked to the brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Because he was kind of this, like, yeah, my sister was kind of up to no good. Uh, and, yeah, I was on board for all of his criminal dealings. Um, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the character that, I mean, Elizabeth, who they're following, seems to be that character. But, you know, she's pa- since passed. So we don't really... Mm-hmm. like get to know her at all because of it no yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i felt really guilty at the beginning because when i still thought this was a documentary about dale and her, uh one of the first <laughs> like montage things they showed at the beginning was um elizabeth like giving an interview and i was like that woman sounds like a man and then i was and then as it went on i was like jen <laughs> <laughs> 
But to be fair, I thought realize. it was a documentary about Dylan at the time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, what is, I was like, what is happening it. here? I, I don't know what's going on. It's been so confused. Mm-hmm. How long did you think mm-hmm. that for? I feel like that should have been clear, like pretty soon into it. <laughs> well, yeah, that happened. That happened like within the first three minutes. I, I guess that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I will say probably the best part of this, though, I almost wish that they would have just zeroed in on who Liz was as a person. Yeah. And and her and that's they kind of started to do that in the middle yeah. of it, which is the part um, I liked the most. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Like take away like she's a very complicated person and had a very complicated life and maybe focus on that instead of this controversy. Yeah. I'm going to guess that like maybe this episode felt so chaotic because it was really about when they were just constantly on the run and just like Mm -hmm. a lot of changing scenery, a lot of stuff happening, but I really couldn't follow like how they suddenly had six kids and I don't know, but like, I'm hoping maybe the rest of the series is a little more focused and slowed down. Slower paced, Um, yeah. Yeah, Mm because I I just couldn't follow all the background story here. No. I just don't have much, I don't know. I would hope that they get focused, but I don't think that they are going to. Are you going to stick around to find out, either of you? No. Uh, I I think Joe wanted to watch more, so. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, I, I doubt that I will, but I would be curious if someone, if, if Joe and if you and Joe watch it and say mm-hmm. that, then maybe I would check out another episode. <laughs> yeah, same. Tell me about yeah. the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to lighter and brighter uh, content. Uh, meet the Chimps. Wait, wait. Dis- what, what did you think what? it was about? Oh, <laughs> what, what could it possibly have thought this what could it be about? about? What? What could Meet the Chimps possibly be about? It was pretty much mine. Was I thought it was yeah. another? I thought it was going to be another Meerkat Man, which is kind of what they're trying to do. I've mm-hmm. never seen that. Yep. Um, or the zoo, or that. I mm-hmm. just assumed we the were going to meet zoo. some some chimps. You know, check them out. Some chimps. <laughs> meet some chimps. <laughs> meet some chimps. So Meet the Chimps uh, is exactly that. We're meeting some chimps. It premiered on Disney Plus. October 16th of 2020, and it follows Chimp Haven, uh, which is a 200-acre refuge in uh, Louisiana, um, which is home to more than 300 chimpanzees split up into 10 different family units. I think this show kind of suffered from the same thing as the Dale or the Lady in the Dale of they were kind of all over the place and were following a bajillion different families, and I wish one episode would have been about one or two families. Yeah, there was yeah. too much, too many yeah. new introductions. Too many. They chimps. were all all chimps mm-hmm. to me. I couldn't. I was like, didn't we already meet this chimp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, it, was uh, it reminded was me? Was Jane Lynch the host? Was that the voice? She was. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Did not even catch that at all. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. she was terrible. She was. Really, <laughs> yeah. Like, I really did not enjoy her commentary. I I much preferred when the. Um, like when the keepers themselves were talking about the chimps, it was so much more interesting mm-hmm. to me. They should have just had the keepers doing the over dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which the zoo goes more with that. They don't really have a voiceover. Um, uh, Orangutan Island, as you guys know, I loved. I think it was trying to hit that show tonally, which that show did have a lot of voiceover. But that show would focus on like two to three distinct storylines. 
and the orangutans that they were following all looked very different of like we're following a baby and then we're following a giant orangutan and then we're following a snotty orangutan or something um something too that i like i think the reason why people like the zoo and other like behind the scenes types of shows is to see them more day to day and like we followed an introduction of a of a chimp and they just kind of said like he got his wealth checkup he's good like i actually would have liked to see like what all is involved in checking that a chimpanzee is good to go yeah i agree i kind of wanted more details it was very much like (laughs) we're very overview (laughs) also i kind of wish the chimps were wearing pants there was a lot like i don't i think there was an unnecessary amount of chimp butt in this show like (laughs) I felt like they were purposely showing chimp butts instead of chimp faces. <laughs> there were a lot of chimp butts. Um, I also mm-hmm. just really felt bad for the baby chimps who could never eat because yes. everyone else hogged the food. I was yes. like, what are they doing to, I mean, I guess they can't do anything. They, they have to learn for themselves, but it was sad. They were mm-hmm. describing these hierarchies yeah. and that one chimp, Riley, who just seemed mean, stealing other chimps' toys. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I guess... What what did you like about this orangutan island show? So there was a there was a mixture of human interaction with the mm-hmm. animals, and they actually did teach them skills of like because orang I'm not sure if chimps and orangutans are the same in this way, but orangutans are not um, born with any of their like how to be an orangutan skills. They kind of need to be taught how to be an orangutan, hmm. and so they would like take them on nature walks, and like they would they're very similar to chimps that they talked about this that they are very um, they watch other animals and that's how they mm. learn. Um, so like the people would hold hands with the orangutans and walk them through and like take a stick and stick it into a ant pile and be like, this is how you eat. Mm. Um, so that like that interaction was nice. Mm. And then like seeing, I think they did a better job with intro- introductions of like a build up, And then it was just shot better, mm. I think too. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Cause I was watching, I was like, I don't, I would never watch this, but I also don't know what the good version of this show would be. Mm-hmm. But, it also should have only been yeah. 20 minutes long. Yes, that I also yeah. agree with. Um, but also, mm-hmm. that would be an amazing job to work there. That's what I was thinking. Like, just hanging out with chimps all day? Yeah. Sounds mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. How do these people get there? I did really like, yeah, I did really like that most of the keepers and scientists that worked with the chimps were women. I think there was one guy. Yeah, yeah, they were mostly yeah. Forty mm-hmm. minutes of it was just I was ready. Yeah, yeah. Like, Agreed. Time was ending. Like, all right, I've seen, I've seen <laughs> mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> and I don't think that I care. Yeah, I don't think I cared about any of the chimps. No. Where yeah, with the Island, <laughs> they really get you to feel. <laughs> feel you care about the. They like, really get you to feel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I oh, also thought when I was watching it, I was because this this could be like a prime show to have like on in the background while you're doing a puzzle or something else, right? Puzzle TV is what I would use. But there was not, but the Jane Lynch narration was so terrible that you had to be watching or else you really mm. wouldn't know what was going on because mm-hmm. it was just like she would make weird offhand comments. Yeah. Just- Do you think it was the writing or her narration? Um. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna blame her. I think she was given a script and was told to like read these lines. I also, it didn't seem to me like she was watching the footage as she was saying lines. No, I think mm-hmm. she was given it. Oh. And recorded it. It did not feel like it. Was- I think so. Oh, that's too. hard. Yeah. So I'm not gonna blame her. I'm gonna guess it's the writers, writing production. We'll blame yeah. her. 
All right. Have we met the chimps? Are you going to keep watching? I don't think. Maybe like to have it on in the background, <laughs> but I don't think so. What about you guys? Definitely. No. Just kidding. No. I was, like, what? <laughs> I was waiting for the thought. I was like, did she go out? <laughs> All right. So painting with John. What did you guys think this one was about? I thought we were going to learn to paint. I was really excited about it. That's been my quarantine hobby. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought it I, I thought that it was, yeah, like another Bob Ross, which is funny that he mentioned That's Bob Ross in the first, say. like, 30 seconds. Well, the first episode is <laughs> yeah. actually called Bob Ross was wrong. So, there you go. <laughs> very, very much disagreed with that philosophy, I will say. <laughs> All <Anyways>. right. <laughs> well, Painting with John is on HBO. There's going to be six episodes, I believe, at this moment. There's only two out. It premiered on January 22nd of this year. It is follows musician, painter, and actor John Lurie. Each episode features him painting watercolors and reflecting on life, music, and art. Um, I also learned that he also had a show at one point called Fishing with John in 1991, where it actually had a cult following and was about uh, him. He would take a different famous guest out fishing every episode. Uh, he was not, was not a fisherman nor had any knowledge of fishing. Um, but I guess what's really popular about it was that it was edited in a style to look like they were on like dramatic supernatural adventures with just like their regular what? conversations. So I, I don't Interesting. know. <laughs> so yeah, so this show is different out there. <laughs> Interesting. What'd you guys think? <laughs> it was really unique. It, well, so mm-hmm. his like, sense of humor 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 <laughs> sense of humor <laughs> and the tone of it felt like um i felt like i was kind of watching anthony bourdain that's what it reminded me of you guys, I, was watching I, a- laughed, I laughed so hard i don't know <laughs> really? i thought he was so funny there were a lot of parts where i really laughed but i was also like this feels like a youtube or a tiktok or something like how mm-hmm. does it totally. become a thing and also why do we care about him but also he's funny yeah, I don't it's know. funny, and his voice is like the perfect amount of like gravelly. Oh my goodness, oh, it's it so, so deep. lovely, so lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to ease into this one because the intro I had a rough time with. Like, I did not think that intro was oh, funny I at was all. Dying. Oh, his smile! Oh, his smiling, it. I love that. That was so funny. That was right up. That was like right up my alley. Humor wise. <laughs> I think it was less. I don't know, less the smiling, and I didn't like the. I don't like some humor that is that like forced awkwardness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was that part of it that I was like, mm, I don't to like that pretending was, like I'm in your to head. Me that was just like him being—I don't know—it was just like silly Billy awkward like hilarity. But I don't. Know. I liked his other silly Billiness when he was like, "To be an artist, you need to be like a child," and he was like, "I don't think I've ever left being a child." Mm-hmm. Like that when we got into it later, I I did enjoy. Which, him. I think I think I could see how you. Maybe that intro scene, like if you maybe connect with it right away, I could I can see where you're coming from, where you're like, yeah. maybe you're trying too hard, and then as you go on, you're like, oh no, that that is just really how he is. Like that's just him. <laughs> I think that yeah, I think that was exactly yeah. what it was. It was I felt like he was trying too hard to make people laugh. Uh, yeah, and then just realized like, no, this guy's just a odd duck. <laughs> yeah, and it's it makes no sense to me that he is successful. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did to like, gain an audience because there's so many people like this that don't get like 
a show on HBO. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm curious to look into his other other stuff. Yeah, I looked, I looked, I did see, I looked on so his Wikipedia, the... and there mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. that's all I saw was fishing with John. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I was yeah. very shocked to see that it's so it's produced by Adam McKay. I saw that too, which um, makes no sense um, to me. I yeah. thought I I'm thought like, he was busy like be... writing about GameStop script, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's that's like that's got to be his connection though. That like they both have that like weird style of humor yeah. that mm-hmm. I feel like they're buddies. It's a lot of like famous friends, I guess. Um, yeah, that's probably so. true. Mm-hmm. But what this it, these are like short little twenty minute episodes, and what they really felt like to me were like segments of CBS Sunday Morning which anybody who knows me knows that I love some CBS Sunday morning segment. Um, it's like the show that's so slowly paced. They literally have a minute in nature. Yeah, it's so wonderful. But this oh my gosh. is like, he tells like a short little story and then you yep. watch him close up watercolor while there's music that he also creates with his band, the lounge lists. Um, playing in the background and then they just like show you the full watercolors at the end and they all have these ridiculous names. <laughs> the only thing I wish when they, he was doing the painting that there was like a I'd rather watch him do it in wide view it was all very close up and I yeah to see what he was painting as a whole yeah yeah mm-hmm. the painting was definitely like the least interesting part of it oh yeah to me yeah That's- yeah and it was mm-hmm. so disjointed it was just like here's a scene of John talking to the camera. And now here's another completely different scene of him talking to the camera. Yep. Very, very different. (laughs) That almost made me like the last, like, I guess the credits portion, because then you did just see what the painting looked like. And it was like a big reveal at the end. I can see that. That's true. He's doing it all close up and then they showed you the full painting. But I'm I'm just wondering how this will be five other episodes. Very curious. I think it's just going to be more. Of I wonder. And he's just going to tell it? different. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. He's just gonna I feel like you have to mix it up a little, a little bit. I hope. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe he can yeah, just keep this shtick up. Yeah. Huh. I think I'll probably watch it. I'll put it on while I do puzzles. It's a puzzle show. Mm-hmm. This would be like. Oh, that. This is a good. If I ever show. start knitting, mm-hmm. which I'm highly considering, I feel like this would be exactly what I'd want to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's something to have on that's not going to make you sad and. Mm-hmm. That's it. It just like has painting, but it's just a guy talking about life. And oh, and he's also in the Caribbean, by the way. I looked that up because so I was like, "Where?" I was wondering. Is- oh, yeah. I, I was wondering Costa Rica, but I didn't know. That's, That's what I thought, what I thought too. too. <laughs> I think in Costa Rica, but no, he's on an undisclosed island. Interesting. Huh. Nice, nice. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. You see him interact some with like the people around him there. I don't know if they were like women that. I guess they did work for him. So he joked about, hmm. what am I paying you for? So they were like fixing a magnet. I don't know. I, that scene I found so funny. So when he shouted into him, he was like, don't mind me. I'm just painting so I can pay everybody's paychecks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess they were making a lot of noise or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's just such a character. I really enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. He, I bet, would be so, such a good friend. Oh, yeah. He'd be yes. the friend that never mm-hmm. texts you back. But when you finally hang out with him and like, get a hold of him, he just like really high key entertains you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unpredictable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so, painless. It's, like, so quick, it's 20 too. minutes. Yeah, it's like, fact. yeah. It's so painless. easy. Out of everything out there, <laughs> it's painless. And it, yeah. Maybe we need to go like deeper back. 
to find some. I know. I was like, oh, good. Yeah. The, you know, the Golden Globes are coming out. We'll get some show recommendations. I'm like, oh, we've seen all of this pretty much. So <laughs> that didn't help. Yeah. So we just have, yeah, I think we do need to do some digging of stuff we maybe overlooked during the, the rush hour. So yeah. on mm-hmm. that note, if you've watched something that one of the criteria is that none of us have, have watched it yet. So it has to be a new show. It's really our own. Yeah. Or it like that it's good. not, you know, it needs to be somewhat recent. Last yeah. couple of years. It has to yeah. be a new show to us. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So some things we think might be it. And then one of us has seen it. So we try. Yeah. But if you have anything to recommend to us, please let us. Please. We, we need to find things. And it's getting. No, it's like a weird also, thing. like the sad thing is that all the shows that are like coming out in 2021. They're all like TBD. Like, oh, no. Exactly. All the ones that I'm like, oh, that's going to look really good. Yeah, exactly. Like still in production. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not even because it's going to take at least three to six months for stuff to. Yeah. I saw an ad on Amazon for the boys and it was like new season available and I was like oh, is there a new season? A new season coming out? And I googled it and it was just all about like rumors that they might be in production for the next No. no. Well at least they're making it now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Thank you all for listening. And, oh, yeah, if you want to reach out to us with shows, you can reach out to us on Instagram at S1U1Podcast, or you can send an email at S1U1Podcast at gmail.com. And big thank you to at MetaMither for our music. And a big thank you to all of you who listen to us, because believe it or not, there are other people besides you who listen to us. <laughs> a whole five or six. We love each of you. <laughs> we can count you on all of our fingers. <laughs> but we will be back again whether or not we find shows to watch. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep running. <laughs> <laughs>